This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. And number 20, Markel Fultz. And a standing ovation for Fultz. Number 20, the number one pick. Stand in a continuous standing O. What a moment in Philadelphia. Nice job. Classy move by the fans. They want to see Fultz. Sixers beat Denver. Final 123-104. Welcome back, Tom. Get us here. At the center, the Sixers now 13 games over 500. they They've won seven in a row. They're the hottest team in the Eastern Conference. They maintain their spot in the fourth spot in the Eastern Conference overall. And they gain a half a game on Cleveland as the Cavaliers idle tonight after beating the Brooklyn Nets last night at Barclays. The Sixers had 35 assists in the game, the sixth straight game with over 30 points. And we've talked about the definitive portion of the game where the Sixers outscored Denver in the second half, 72 to 45. And again, the 72 points, the most the Sixers have had in a second half all year. They shot 55%, the Sixers, in the second half. Denver, 33%. Rebounds, this is just in the second half, 37 to 14. The Sixers outscored Denver in fast break points in the second half, 15-1, and in the paint, 38-14. The game marks the return of Markel Fultz. He played almost 14 and a half minutes. He went 5 of 13. He had 8 assists, 4 rebounds, and 10 points. And Brett Brown is right now outside the Sixers locker room. We turn now to the Sixers head coach. He showed signs of, of why he was the first player chosen. Obviously, the game is, is fast, and it's elite at this stage, and that's a good team. But uh, it's, uh, it, the night could not have worked out better. How did you evaluate how his shot looked tonight? I mean, it didn't look like he was hesitant. He got up 13 shots in, you know, 14 minutes. I told him our strength people did, must have done a great job because you sure look strong in relation to your confident shooting. And, you know, the timing of it... Uh, in traffic, the, the length, that will be something that he will evolve to figuring out when is he sort of uh, in a traffic-type jam. But just the fact that he looked 
to shoot it, made some, it looked fluid. I just loved his confidence at times hunting a shot. Brett led team assists out of him and Simmons together in only two turns. Yeah. Do we expect that from them? Or? I mean, how good is that, D? To, to look down and see 35 assists, and to your point, to add up those two point guards and then look at the turnovers, you know, they pass. We, we've said from day one, the pass is king. Uh, everybody loves to play with people that pass the ball. And one of the large differences this year is the receivers can finish either through threes or in the paint in a post in Joe. And uh, that, that, that's a big number from those two, and it's a massive number again from our team. 35 assists is, is something that we're proud of. I mean, it's, yeah, there, there was an excitement. I think that there was a spirit that, that he had. You know, we all sort of judge people's confidence in different ways. My judgment normally is somebody's sort of body language and facial expression, and he looked confident. And uh, he didn't blink. He came in, and I thought it was a real sort of bold, gutsy effort that he made given where he was and, and now where he is. I mean, if you look at our third periods lately, we, we're coming out of halftime to mean it. And it was a 72-45 swing in the second half, led by that sort of statement period, the third period. And, and that is, uh, lately has not been, a, that this tonight is not an outlier. It's been sort of progressive. And we, we understand that nothing matters in our world if we're really after a home court advantage in the playoffs is uh, we have to play defense. And I thought we were just a C in the first half with turnovers and some transition defensive sort of focal points. Um, but I thought the second half changed. Rick, you talked before the game about the crowd. How much does it mean when you get on a run and, and this crowd gets, gets into it like that? I mean, you know, you, you hear and feel what we hear and feel. And it's, it, it's not to be dismissed. It's real. And our guys feed off that. Um, they feed off that. And when you seek sort of what is a home court advantage, if you can get a loud and proud gym, you get a loud and proud arena, and people as passionate as we clearly have in the building, you know, people, especially young guys, respond to that. And uh, it, it is just one of several reasons why we feel that the home court advantage can serve us well. Sixers coach. Final answer there about the crowd, and there's no doubt about it. It was actually pretty cool. Even when Markel Fultz took the court, and then when he got in the game, and then when he scored his first basket, and then even later in the game when there was about two-plus minutes to go, they were chanting, we want Fultz. Savvy, passionate Philadelphia fans. Another sellout crowd. Great result. Sixers, fantastic effort here against Denver, particularly in the second half. Again, the final, 123-104. The Sixers over Denver. They take both games over the Nuggets this year. The Sixers have won seven in a row. Up next, the arch rivals, the New York Knicks. 123-104, the final Wednesday, Sixers, New York. Find your tickets at StubHub.com. We'll take a break. We'll turn it over to Devon Givens. Our postgame coverage continues 
on the Sixers Radio Network. This is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. Embiid, like a locomotive up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers postgame show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. A big return, a big return for your number one overall pick. A continued winning streak and very exciting fans in the city of Philadelphia. As again, the Philadelphia 76ers win tonight 123-104 over the visiting Denver Nuggets. Hello all, this is the post-game show live on the Sixers radio network. The Sixers improved to 43-30, and dropping the Denver Nuggets record to 40-34. and And while everyone is so excited about the extended winning streak and the fact that they're beating teams the way that they are, The same can be said about tonight. The storyline for the evening was the return of one Markel Fultz. Again, in 14 minutes and 24 seconds of action, 5 of 13 from the floor, 10 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds, and did not look hesitant after his return in the second half. A very, very good sign for the Philadelphia 76ers, an even greater sign for the player himself to regain, hopefully regain that confidence with 9 games remaining and possibly an opportunity to slide right into the rotation of Brett Browns for the postseason. We head back to the Wells Fargo Center and check in with Tom McGinnis live at the center. Tom, again, this game had quite a bit, a slow start for the team, trying to really find their way up and down. Denver looked great, got off to a hot start. But, again, the storyline overall, Markel Fultz just showing what he had as uh, in, in game number 73. No, he's got a lot of skill, and, uh, you know, it was a really nice start. It's a, a very nice game for him, and uh, – Again, I think he's got, you know, well, obviously from now until the playoffs, that's, what, three weeks and a little bit less than nine or so games. And uh, he's got an opportunity to – there won't be a lot of practice time, but he'll continue doing what he's been doing. And, uh, you know, a gifted player. And, and I think he's going to be able to get his legs underneath him and have an impact. I mean, that, that's saying quite a bit. I mean, not only did he just play – and you don't want to put too much in it. Just as, as Brian Colangelo said, you know, it's only one game. And, and he played well. So if he would have not played well, it's, it's still only one game. And he'll have his ups and downs, no doubt about it. But he showed, like, that skill. Like, to me, just that one block he had late in the game, he, he's an incredible athlete. He's so fluid. And uh, he's uh, swervy. It's hard to describe unless you've really seen him. But – you saw how far Devin Harris was playing off of him, obviously because, you know, saying that he can't shoot, but knowing that if you don't give him enough space, he's going to get by you and, and get to the rim. So it's great for him. And as you said, I like the way you said that, Devon, for the player. Think about Markel Fultz, what he's gone through with the scrutiny. And as Brett Brown said, the social media and the conjecture and the will he play, will he not play. It was a common thing. They, they you know, it ticked off J.J. Redick. Everybody would shoot his shooting uh, scenarios at the end of practice, which the media is allowed in. And, you know, he's a 19-year-old man going through an injury and recovery. And, you know, it's been probably a difficult emotional toll as well for him. So it's everybody around the Sixers really a very strong affection. And, uh, you know, he's a very likable young guy. He's got a great energy about him. So uh, great for him and just uh, really exciting for the crowd cool night here at the center a little bit unexpected right you come in knowing the Sixers had gotten a playoff berth with that Indiana win the other day and yet it it all ended up in just a tremendous second half performance and a really cool night here down at the arena 
Absolutely. And Tom, now with the half game up on the idle Indiana Pacers, you look at the game, you try to force yourself away a little bit from the Markel Fultz attention and look at the game overall. Again, getting off to a start where it was a little back and forth and you saw how Will Barton really got things started for Denver. But as we've talked about in the past, the third quarter has been an Achilles heel for the Sixers in the past early on in the season. But once things really turned over into the 2018, probably around February, the third quarter has become the Sixers quarter and, and now even the fourth quarter. The way that they were able to come back really says something about this basketball team. Well, any young team, you're going to want to see grow and mature and develop throughout the course of a season. And it's a long season, you know, the NBA season. These guys have been at it for, you know, really, first of all, they only took like a month off in the summer. This has become an 11-month league. And then during the course of the season, the team has gotten better. The individual players have gotten better. You're seeing better play from Ben and from Dario. Reddick's having a career year. Embiid has gotten better and more consistent the more he's played. Covington had a, a bad spell there for, you know, three, four weeks or whatever, and he seems to be back. You get the addition of Bellinelli and Ilyasova. So, yeah, the third quarters, that, that's a great thing to see. Heck, the first quarters, the Sixers tonight, I believe they had 23. They've had 32 points multiple times in first quarter so just a tremendous second half a key by the defense they got 15 fast break points in the second half they started out rebound denver and really did a good job i mean barton had 20 points in the first half five threes he barely got a touch in the third quarter ended up with five points in the second half i thought they did a good job on Jokic, jamal murray i thought Millsap was the guy that really denver was kind of going through Millsap with their offense and the Sixers ended up swarming him. Just uh, it's so fast. I mean, it was a 17 to two run. It, when the game just totally shifted, the tide came in and out in a hurry. And the Sixers dominated the game and took over the game right at that point. No, absolutely. Again, Tom McGinnis live from the center as the Sixers beat the Nuggets 123-104 in the return of Markel Fultz. And, Tom, you mentioned the defense, and we know a lot of that has to do with Lloyd Pierce and a great job by the assistant coach to sh uh, shift the defense the way that he did in the second half. But it has to start with Brett Brown. And you spoke to you speak to him every pregame, and you spoke to him today. And for one thing that a lot of us missed because we were not able to hear uh, his his uh, pregame meeting with the with the media you mentioned how he was really emotional with Markel with the mention of Markel Fultz coming back to this team could you really explain what what we were unable to hear well he, he got a little choked up you know again the actual announcement came in response to another question I can't remember specifically but it was from Jack McCaffrey I believe from the Delaware County Times it was something about playoff rotations and this or that and then coach brown said you know well and i have i have something to say about markel fultz and honestly i didn't think the next words out of his mouth were he was playing because again the media has been asking this i mean like two three times a week there are games that go by that that, that, that does not come up but then brett brown has been so patient and forthright and you know we'll kind of let you know when we know that kind of thing and he got emotional based on some of the things I just said with all that Markel had to go through to get to this point and the feeling that you had for him that Brett Brown does. And like I said, a lot of people around the organization, he's a very likable young man and what he's fought through to get to this point, and he did. He got uh, he got a little, uh, you know, a little lump in his throat or whatever you want to say. And we've never seen that really before, certainly in that circumstance. So Brett Brown, again, he gets an A++ in relationships, 
That's how you, you keep a locker room over the last five years as he's done. That's how you develop uh, the rapport and the ability to get after these guys coaching-wise when you need to and yet know them as people, know what makes them tick. It shows you care. And obviously he cares a whole lot about all of his players, including Fultz, and I think that was the emotional side of what came out of Coach as he brought that uh, to light tonight prior to the game. Well, it's great to hear that about head coach Brett Brown, and also you can see the emotion and, and just the excitement from his teammates, from Markel Fultz's teammates after the game, and, and just uh, the the hugging and the high five and the dousing of the water. So it was great to see that, Tom. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, hopefully for another show where Markel Fultz will be back in the rotation one more time against the New York Knicks. You got it, Devon. Good night, Tom. Have a great night, Tom. Again, it's again live from the center as the Philadelphia 76ers win their seventh in a row. But while doing that and picking up their 43rd victory of the season, the story became uh, a few hours before the game, Markel Fultz available to play tonight, and he did just that by playing 14 minutes and 24 seconds for the winners tonight. It was great to see that. So on the other side, we'll dive more into some of the highlights called, of course, by Tom McGinnis and dig into the box score just a little bit more. I'm Devon Givens. Sixers win 123-104. This is the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. We can certainly get used to this as the 76ers again victorious tonight, 123-104, as they have ripped off now seven in a row for uh, this stage of the season where they have won 43 on the season, lost 30, still in the fourth spot, a half a game over the idle Indiana Pacers with this victory again, 123-104 tonight at the center. West Paul's 10 seconds to allow some of our partners to identify themselves here on the Sixers Radio Network. The home for the Philadelphia 76ers and the Philadelphia Flyers. 97.5 The Fanatic. WPEN Burlington, Philadelphia. Broadcasting from the Xfinity Studio. Only from Comcast. This is the post-game show. Devon Gibbons here with you. Uh, again, live on the Sixers Radio Network. As we just heard from Tom McGinnis, uh, some of the great insight from him. Now let's dive into some of the highlights. As we talked about early on, things got off to a little bit of a slow start as the Denver Nuggets got off to a big one. 9-2 lead as Will Barton just went off and scored the first nine points, two threes and a basket and an and one to make it 9-0. Joel Embiid came in to give the Sixers the first bucket of the evening to make it 9-2. Jamal Murray with a nice fast break dunk with an emphatic uh, exclamation point on it in the fast break opportunity to make it 13-6. Dario Shards then really got things going for the Philadelphia 76ers. Rebound Simmons. Here come the Sixers into the front court, Ben Simmons. Picks it back to TJ. Not a Dario. Free ball by Charge is up. That's good. Dario Charge is on fire. Tie game. Timeout Denver. That made it 13-13 tie at that point. Dario Sharks going seven straight of his own right there. Will Barton followed up a little bit uh, by keeping it going. Another three-pointer for the swingman for the Denver Nuggets to make it 20-15. to Then when Markel Foles came in, you heard it right here on Sixers Radio Network when the ovation was very loud. It got even louder after this. Foles brings it across, goes to Embiid. And now Joel, here's Markel breaking free. He gets the right-hand layup. He coasts in there. Whoa, what a graceful move on the right wing. Denver thought he was going to go off the Embiid screen, and Markel Fultz on the board. 
went away from the pick, went baseline, looked like he was going to dunk it, but simply turned it over for an easy layup, 24-19 Denver at that point. At the end of one, 27-23 Nuggets in front. Things kept going. The offense simply was in play for both teams at this point. Robert Covington got into it. He had an he had a three to start things off to make it 30-26 to Denver, but he also uh, was not done there as he made one and also was fouled. J.J. Redick holds cuts, gets it back. He's underneath the basket. He's doubled. He goes to Covington. Three ball in the air. Covington puts it in and a foul. And that'll be on Will Barton. He was 4 of 8 from behind the three-point line tonight for 18 points overall for your Sixers swing man, Dario Scharch, again, getting into the mix, knocking down another three-pointer to make it 37-37, going back and forth. Uh, Six tie, uh, pardon me, six ties, one lead change overall in the game, but they kept going. It seemed like they were going back and forth trying to catch up. They finally could not. Then again, Will Barton just on fire in the first half. He had back-to-back threes. Here are three of them. Back out top, Millsap. Millsap between two defenders to the right side. Barton, his three is good again. Will Barton is four for five from three. And Denver goes up 42-39. Filling in for an injured Gary Harris, Will Barton, again, four or five at that point. Tom, again, has pointed out to make it 45-39 at the end of two quarters, 59-51 Denver. But as we talked about with Tom, again, it's the Sixers are seemingly starting to find their way where they can now turn it up in the third and not be the other ones, allowing the opposition to do that to them. J.J. Reddick comes out of the locker room to make it 59-54. Then Joel Embiid and J.J. Reddick with two great back-to-back please charge with a Dario after a spurt in the first quarter which he ended up with 10 points has not scored skins it beat what a slam he posterizes Paul Millsap a towering right hand jam and they're on their feet Bead knocked down by Jokic knocks the ball away Reddick to Simmons Simmons out to Dario now to JJ three ball in the air it's good JJ Reddick knocks it down Great sequence there by the Sixers, both offensively and defensively, starting with the dunk by Embiid to make it 62-56. Great defensive stance while he was falling down, knocked it out of Jokic's hand to give J.J. Redick an opportunity to make it 62-59 on that deep shot from behind the line. Dario Sharston followed up with another three of his own to tie it up at 64. The Sixers never looked back as Sarge went again. Dario Sarge with another basket and an and one to make it 69-64. Then he had another layup to make it 71-64 and a 17-2 run for the home team. Marco Markel Fultz back in the mix. The run had already started. He got into it himself. Here comes Markel Fultz. Turns on the dribble. In the middle lane. Reverse layup. It's good. Fultz with his back to the basket. A circus shot is in. 7.6 lead in the crowd. Buzzing. You could see it in Markel Fultz's bounce as he was coming up the floor. The opportunity was there. Great finish on that acrobatic layup for the number one overall pick that made it 81 74 Sixers they were definitely in play at that point uh, going into the fourth quarter Robert Covington again with 18 points he missed an opportunity on a alley-oop out-of-bounds play he did not miss on this opportunity here's a lot to Covington at this time he handles it and jams it J.J. Redick on the side this exact same play was executed in the first part of the game, but the Sixers didn't score it. Covington with a jam. 86-76 at that point. J.J. Redick followed up again with another three-pointer, 94-79. Ben Simmons was focused, grabbed the rebound, took it the length of the floor for another layup, 96-79. Sixers, they really started to run away. Then Joel Embiid pretty much put a punctuation on the game. 
Barco with it, off of the bead screen to the right side, lobs it, Joel catches and hammers it home. A right hand jam. Jokic came out to defend, Bellinelli up top to JoJo, and Embiid pounds it down. Great look by Bellinelli to con- to connect with the all-star big man Joel Embiid to make it 107-108, but not to be outdone as the story on the night was simply Markel Fultz. Plumley comes out to guard him, eight on the clock. Markel rises, shoots it, and in. Fultz with a wing jump shot, and the crowd, you think that was the go-ahead shot. They love it. Very encouraging. Again, 128-98 after that basket by Markel Fultz, uh, his 10th point on the evening to finally give the Sixers again a 123-104 victory over the visiting Denver Nuggets. The Sixers are now 43-30 on the season, taking care of business once again at home. They will be back at home again against an Atlantic Division foe, the New York Knicks. They will be visiting the center at Wednesday, on Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And, of course, you can hear that right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Quick run on the box score. Dario Scharch and Joel Embiid both uh, paced the 76ers tonight with 20 points apiece. J.J. Redick chipped in 19. Robert Covington added 18. Ben Simmons, 3 of 8 from the floor for only 7 points. But yet again, seemed to simply have control of the entire game. 33 minutes and 33 seconds, 7 points, 13 rebounds, 11 dimes in those 33 minutes. Only one turnover, also getting in the mix on, on the defensive end with one block shot. Also off the bench, 3 folks in double figures, including Markel Fultz with his 10 points on 5 of 13 shooting. 11 for Bellinelli and Ilyasova. You're starting to see that as a staple. Those two coming off the bench and giving the off the, the Sixers offense a spark. So again, it's very encouraging to see that with nine games remaining as we get ready to head into the postseason. The 13 shots tonight were second, only behind Dario Scharch's 14 for Markel Fultz. So again, solid, solid overall re-debut, if you will, for Markel Fultz as he returns for his first action after missing 68 games due to an injury with his shoulder. He is now back in the mix, and we'll see how things go forward. But very, very encouraging to see Markel Fultz, the number one overall pick, back in the mix with his teammates getting out there contributing to a win for the Philadelphia 76ers. Will Barton had a game-high 25, got off to a very early start and was very good, cooled down afterwards as the Sixers and Lloyd Pierce, the defensive coach for the 76ers, really figured things out and uh, did not allow him to go off in the second half as the Sixers come away with a 123-104 win yet again. Sixers back at it on Wednesday at the center against the visiting Denver, uh, pardon me, New York Knicks. So make sure you guys stick around with us and uh, talk, find out what's happening with that basketball team on Wednesday. It's certainly a fun time to be in Philadelphia and watch this basketball team work, and you can hear all that action again here on the Sixers Radio Network. Starting off at the center, a lot of thanks go out to Marty Dickerson and Tom McGinnis back here at the studio, Tyler Zuli and Alan Yates. For all of those guys, I am Devon Givens. The Sixers win 123-104. This has, has been the Sixers postgame show right here on the Sixers Radio Network. Following the Sixers win, Tom McGinnis had a chance to catch up with one of the players afterwards. And we are going to be joined courtside by, I believe, Ben Simmons. Ben, thank you for joining us. Congratulations. Great second half. You guys had 70 points. Joel was great. You guys were – Dario was fantastic. But your takeaway is Markel gets in his first game as a pro, well, first game in over four months. Yeah, he played amazing. Uh, he just came out and played his game. You know, we talked to him and said, do your thing. 
Um, you know, seeing him on the practice court in the, at the facility, you know, he's a, he's a special talent. And, uh, you know, he's, he's got a bright future. As Coach Brown said, he brings an element to your team that you haven't had. Somebody with that unbelievable knack at scoring the ball and right. that athleticism, he's really going to be helpful. Yeah, I can't wait to get on the floor with him. It's going to be a lot of fun. Your second half, 72 points. You were down. Uh, just a, how do you how do you account for how well you guys played in the second half? I think we just stuck with it. Uh, we didn't go away from uh, our game plan, and uh, we followed through, you know, rebounding the ball, playing defense. And obviously passing the ball around, um, you know, the way we play the ball. Seven wins in a row. Is this the best your team has played thus far? Uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. I think uh, overall we've been playing well, and uh, we got a long way to go. Thank you, Ben. Congratulations. Thank you. Ben Simmons of the Sixers, 123-104. The Sixers dispatch of the Denver Nuggets, Fultz and Embiid. They've become fast friends. They're courtside. Handling the television interview. Nice win for the Sixers. Their seventh straight. We'll be back with post-game coverage. The Sixers over Denver. This is the Sixers Radio Network. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.